So it's like the people who almost really, really want a legacy for the wrong reasons have a hard time doing it. Whereas people who sacrificially give, it tends to be even bigger and better than, you know, they would almost say it doesn't matter. Hey, welcome to the Consultant the Coach podcast. As we jump into 2022, we are bringing you a podcast on life plan. Hey, if you don't have a plan, you're going to miss it every single time. What does it look like? to establish a plan and shoot for it. Hey, that's what this one's all about. Well, hey, good day. Whether you listen to this in 2021 or 2022, this is the consultant and the coach. Hey, everyone. Bringing you all about life plan, man. Absolutely. Stepping into 2022, new mm-hmm. plans, new directions. And I'm quoting someone, not me, but if you aim at nothing, you will definitely not hit it every single time. So we're talking planning as we uh, talk 2022. But hey, uh, what? Uh, so as we're talking about plan, what, what, what scripture comes to your mind? Sure. Uh, actually, this one, I couldn't help myself. I needed to do two, and we'll talk about why. Uh, first one was Psalm 145, for one generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the set concept of, of legacy, but, but not in the worldly sense. I think there's a spiritual aspect to legacy that's important to consider, uh, for sure. Um, because, you know, in terms of acts, mighty acts that you might perform and, and, conduct it's it's nothing there is it's really talking about the wealth you store up and, and what you leave behind right it talks about what you've done yeah right? really what you've achieved um and then matthew 6 20 to 21 but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy or where thieves do not break in and steal but where your treasure is there your heart will be also so sort of reinforces this concept of spiritual legacy and really the things you do um in this life you know can be declared forward amplified but um those things should also be done with a mindset towards um heaven and what comes beyond this life so mm-hmm. um and, and you pick just two verses i mean we could really do a oh sure theological study on planning and goal setting and you, you name it i mean there are tens if not hundreds of passages mm-hmm. in scripture and when i say hundreds of passages not hundred direct passages but a lot there there's jesus is always talking about you know the kingdom of god and what does that look like and making disciples and all of that gets into planning it just doesn't randomly happen right yeah no and i think the other thing just to keep in mind at least as we think about it and talk to the tctc community out there is is just always reminding ourselves it's not about you know us and our comfort Mm -hmm. and sort of when it begins and ends with us as leaders, right? We're trying to raise up families and businesses and communities. Um, and there's an importance there that's, you know, well beyond ourselves. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing. Mm-hmm. When you think about like life planning and even legacy, I have found in my life as well as other people I've um, coached with or mentored, and, and it's ironic, when we seek to invest in others mm-hmm. either in a coaching mind you know mindset or just even leading and it's i i i notice we can build bigger and better mm-hmm. long term whereas when i see other people it's all about them they then don't have the legacy mm. so it's like the people who almost really really want a legacy for the wrong reasons have a hard time doing it whereas people who sacrificially give mm-hmm it tends to be even bigger and better than, you know, they would almost say it doesn't matter. Sure. It's ironic. Yeah. Um, 
when here's a question I was going to ask you along those lines, I think a little bit, but as we talk about, you know, the new year coming up, I guess the question I've been pondering with life plans is, is maybe you can talk to our, our listeners about the difference between a life plan and a new year's resolution. Cause I sort of hate new year's resolutions cause I find them to be so pointless. Um, but we're talking life plans. Well, I can, co- I can coach you on new year's resolutions. Perfect. That's good. But <laughs> well, let, not, not, yeah, but tell me the difference. Here's the difference. Life plan literally is starting from your funeral. I mean, heaven yeah. forbid, you know, Josh kicks over and I have to help carry your casket and all that morbid stuff. But let's just say, theoretically, if you were allowed to plan your own funeral and let's say uh, one of your sons gives your um, obituary or, you know, mm-hmm. and says, what would you want him to say about his dad? Mm-hmm. And what happens, you know, uh, the onus of a great life plan is don't just randomly, like, not even write it. Let's, let's, let's plan, like on my life plan, I'm planning on living to 103. Some people are like, oh, that's, that's too optimistic. Well, I'm not saying I do a lot in my last 10 years of my life. I'm going to plan on living 100 until I'm 103 years old. Then I'm going to reverse engineer my entire life backwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is a good life plan. Now, I'm not going to talk about like the last 10 years, but I'm 45 years old now. So what I'm going to do is, okay, going, what do I want to accomplish this year? How does that relate to my next three years, five years, 10 years, and to the rest of my life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's what a good life plan is. You just reverse engineer what you'd like to accomplish. Right. And what I would say, you know, the flip side being a New Year's resolution, at least in my experience, tends to be a lot of people, they give up on them easily. They don't have staying power. And more importantly, they tend to be overreactions to something bad that happened during the holidays. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ate too much. Drank too much. Drank too much. Got depressed being around family too much. You know, stress. Sounds like a Dave Matthews (laughs) song, man. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, um... I think I think what we're trying to say to the, you know the listeners out there is think about uh, life plans as something with much greater staying power. We talk a lot about sort of steady pursuit of constant values in your life, and I think a life plan is just meant meant to be a long term expression of who you are and who you're trying to be in life. Absolutely, and you know a good life plan, you know, is one you don't just have one life plan and then never touch it again. Mm-hmm. I touch my life plan typically at least four times a year. You know, not no large overarching themes. But so, for example, my life plan starts with my mission in life, my personal mission in life, glorify God and enjoy him forever. Mm -hmm. So that means everything that shows up in my life plan also has that. So I have to say, hey, Josh, what's your mission in life? What is Mm -hmm. in as I talk to someone, whether it be spiritual, religious or not, you have to come back to what is the legacy you do want to lead Mm -hmm. and what does that look like the first time i did my life plan was six or seven years ago i flew out to a really good coach in denver colorado and uh, we literally spent 48 hours literally looking back i see that i was about 35 years old at the time and i looked backwards Mm-hmm. from birth to 35 what i had accomplished and then we looked forward so this is where life plans really get golden is if you continue to work them year in and year out because you'll hit some goals and you'll miss other goals you'll mm-hmm. hey why did i do that yeah. so tell me obviously i've done mine and i've looked at it hit it multiple times do you have a life plan? sure i'm not as far along as you are certainly I've been learning from you and, and working on mine i think um you know mine is 
in progress. I think uh, one of the things I'm starting to sort of build, I think, for my life plan, you know, really thinking about organizations is what I like about a life plan is it's sort of similar, right? Mission, vision, and values, right? So you begin to identify, you know, what your, your mission and your vision and your values are, and then you build a life plan, you know, with this obituary concept in mind. Um, you know, the, the one for me that comes to mind that I've been using is sort of, the, you know, to your point, um, love God and enjoy him forever for you is, I'm just pulling up the scripture now because I'm, my memory of all the specific words is failing me today. <clears throat> but I, I really like 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Um, Dear brothers and sisters, be strong and steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that you, the, yeah, in the Lord, your labor is not in vain. And, and I really like that because I think our calling, as we talk a lot about on this podcast, is is this concept of steadfastness and really being steady for our businesses and our families and our communities in the midst of storms and chaos that, that the world really has, has to bring at us. Um, and I also think it's important because uh, recognizing that, you know, much of the work we do, we don't actually see the results of that. And there's a th- big don't. faith element to that, right? Mm-hmm. Just trusting that our labor is not in vain, right? And that many times the labor itself, regardless of the outcome, is if well-intentioned and well-positioned and well-situated, right, is is important. And so, yeah, beginning to think about that, certainly started thinking a lot about the obituary concept and um, what are some of those outcomes, you know, 50 years from now that I mm-hmm. would want people to, to look back and um, kind of see and talk about mighty acts, not of my own ego, but of, you know, things left behind of faith and of service to the world. And here's the thing is, you might say, hey, 50 years out in the future. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple to see, even short term, are you making the difference that you'd like mm-hmm. to make? So, I, I, you know, concept I stole from uh, or borrowed from Henry, Dr. Henry Cloud, and he says, look at your wake. Leaders should look at your wake. Just like a, a speedboat going, mm-hmm. you know, through, the, through a lake, it, you know, it produces a wake, that is like every leader. So if we want to know, hey, how, how, what is the legacy I am leaving? Just look behind you. Who have you led? Mm-hmm. Are they better off for having worked with you? Look at your company. What's your P&L like? Are, or at least are you making progress? Mm-hmm. And some people are like, it's always someone else's fault. I'm like, actually, looking behind you at your wake, it's a disaster. Right. And so that's one of those things that's really cool. It's like driving a car. You know, you can look forward, hey, this is where we're going. But then you can also look behind you, hey, this has worked, this hasn't worked. And that's where a good executive coach, I'm not going to go do counseling work, but I'll look a little bit behind, maybe 20% behind, so Mm -hmm. we can work on that 80% in the future. Yeah, I know. And this ties into one of the recent podcasts and and blogs we've done on time, right, is is recognizing their short and long-term impacts of time. And I think as I was even just writing that blog post recently, thinking a little bit about just this idea of in, in, in one's wake, thinking about, you know, even your children or myself over the course of parenting, um, you can begin to see the way you've shifted and changed as a person through mm-hmm. the process of parenting. Usually also when I'm in the process, you know, in leadership roles, you begin to see that your perspective changes with mm-hmm. time and experience and it's easy then to extrapolate that out another 50 years and, and hope that you'll continue to have that process of redemption and change that that occurs so why why do you think i would say hey life plans are important um well i mean to, to your point you start that's how you started off right i mean in terms of mm-hmm. you have to be aiming at something right and so the goal is really to be orienting your life 
um, is what I would say. You know, the other thing I would, I think we talk again about pretty consistently is this idea of how to express your values. And, um, you know, as, as we have worked, both of us work with a lot of clients, it's really easy for people to get so caught up in the day-to-day grind that they begin to have their patterns not reflect their values, mm-hmm. right? And, and that actually creates the biggest amount of disconnect, even if you're making money or doing everything else the way you're supposed to or want to. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's reflecting your daily activities or yeah, what you actually value. So that's I, that's what I would guess, but you're the coach. Well, and I would say yes, and it's even more important than that. I think when the going gets tough, mm-hmm. if your values are pointed in the right direction, all of this effort that we're doing, it's well worth the effort. Mm-hmm. I had a problem. Oh, this was a couple months ago. And... I was sharing this problem with a couple of people and they all told me, Eric, that's not that big of a deal. That's not that big of a deal. That's not that big of a deal. I'm like, it's, it still really, really bothers me. And I talked to someone else who said, I can see why that bothers you. Because if that one item that bothers you Mm -hmm. is not addressed within the next six months, there are implications for the next several decades. And the person I was talking to, she actually said, yeah, I totally see why this bothers you because she could look long-term and say, if this isn't fixed probably within the next six months, there's going to be decades of problems. Mm. And now this is one of those things. Had I gone with the majority viewpoint, I would have just said, okay, just ignore it. I'm in the wrong. I wasn't in the wrong. It's because I could look long-term. And this is sure. this is the importance of business, even like family planning and like mm-hmm. – and when you have a newborn kid, you know, college funds, not that important. You have 18 years, but if you do not that important for 18 years, right. you're like me. All of a sudden you have an 18 year old and I'm like, okay, we're, where are we going to go to college? Scholarship. Woohoo. Yeah. Or, <laughs> oh no, I wasn't fast enough. But that's, that's, that's why it's so important is the small things. All of a sudden you blink and then bam, yeah. a couple no. decades later. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I would say, you know, you just, it's similar to that, reflecting on just the way I've been, you know, trying to write down my life plan. And and it's been helpful to me to keep me grounded. I try to look at it, like you said, with some regularity, Um, especially in the work I do and having sort of a mixed portfolio of Mm -hmm. clients and and doing different kinds of work and sort of targeting a certain um, kind of, I guess, style of life or um, work-life balance isn't quite the right word, but basically looking for, you know, a certain pattern that to emerge over the next three to five years for lots of different reasons. Um, I've sort of fashioned after uh, that desire, a 2022 plan, a 2025 plan, a 2028 plan. And so I sort of pull that up every couple of months ago. Okay, am I still on track for 2022? Like, what's that looking like? And um do I need to adjust my expectations, you know, so I'm still hitting the, the tenets mm-hmm. of the plan, but even though it's reality begins to shift what's what's possible. And um, uh, same thing with, you know, am I still on, you know, trajectory towards 2025, you know, things like that. So it's definitely, uh, definitely helpful. Now, for anyone listening, let's say you don't have time to, you know, work with one of us directly. There are a lot of really good books out there that talk about life plan. And uh, three of my favorite authors that I've uh, read their books um, are, you know, Michael Hyatt talks about it, Stephen Covey 
mm-hmm, uh, sure. writes about this, and he's he's Stephen Covey was really the guy who started off with, hey, let's start with the obituary and work backwards. So that whole concept that you've seen just tons and tons of people take, that was originally Covey's. And then Donald Miller came out with a brand new book. It's actually I think it's dropping in the next uh, couple of weeks if it hasn't already. Uh, he's coming out with a book on life plan as well too. But there are a lot of great authors that talk about how to make a good life plan, but also why it is so important. For Christians, I would also go so far as to say is one of the best areas of scripture that has helped me uh, with my life plan has been the wisdom books, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, mm-hmm. uh, Psalms. And as I as I look at my goals, I then reflect those to that as a Christian, those books of scripture saying, mm-hmm. does my plan align with this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he asks, yeah, I'll keep working on it. But if not, then I'm like, I think I might need to change some things because it doesn't coincide with what, you know, I would say is very valuable. So when you, you know, when you come up your, with your life plan, Josh, or you look at your items that you, you have, you know, what kind of references do you use or are you using, you know, where are you looking yeah, no, uh, well, it's interesting, um, and actually you reminded me of a, a different plan that I've built in the past that I'll talk a little bit about, too. The um, I would say, interestingly, some of the work that I've done around trying to understand um, building for the future started with Dave Ramsey a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but what I realized, what, what I didn't really like about Dave Ramsey's stuff, while most of it is awesome and great for most people was it was it was very structured in terms of it was sort of the program first and value second Mm -hmm. and what I realized just sort of working through that was there was really a need for people to to, which is the harder work to identify your values like who are you right it's really Mm -hmm. easy to follow a plan and take the money and put in the envelopes and so on and so on and so on um pay down your debt and all that stuff good stuff not bad stuff um but it's not necessarily teaching you to spend in ways that reflect who you are and who you want to be so I would say that was fundamentally helpful to, to think about my life plan. Um, also, beginning to think about just where my passions and interests are. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a strong connection to startups, and so it's an interesting connection that's emerging for me around just trying to begin to research and understand and read about churches and church plants and, and where I, to lean in there with that sort of gifting and knowledge and information and understanding. Um and then the last thing, actually, you reminded me of when you're talking about some of the books was a book you actually introduced me to 10, gosh, how many years ago was it? Almost 10 years ago. Um, interestingly, not that what the book's about, Mark Driscoll, mm-hmm. Real Marriage, um, plenty of controversy, but in the back of that book, because we read that in the small group, remember? Yeah. Uh, there's, interestingly, a whole inventory about life questions, like how you yeah. oriented your life. And actually, mm-hmm. so my wife and I... Um, at the time, took an opportunity to, to use that similarly, and we actually, instead of doing the full life plan, we did, hey, what life look like in 10 years from now? We sort of document, use those questions to sort of outline as a resource what we should, and we've revisited it every year. So we're coming up on, I think this is year nine. That's cool. So it's going to be really interesting at the end of next year to see how close we've gotten to what we thought we would be mm-hmm. 10 years from then, which is next year. Anyhow, uh, so those sorts, th- that was a sort of a non-work related one. I mean, work was in there a little. Yeah. Like how hard, how many hours you work in and what's your title and what's your pay and stuff. But that was sort of in the context of who your family is and what you're trying to do. And that was sort of, that was a nice, I would say for people listening who might think, oh my gosh, I can't think about my obituary. That's so far out in the future. Start with 10 years. Absolutely. Right? Take, take, a, take a catalog of your life and think about what do you want to be in 10 years from now? 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you want to sneak a peek, look at the back of Real Marriage um, just for the inventory of questions, even if you don't want to read the book. Because <laughs> some people, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's <laughs> oh, and he, some, somewhat controversial. I have to but, go down the tangent. I f- eventually figured out where he borrowed those questions oh, okay, for good. they Tell me weren't where. original. I figured And not. it came out of the whole Covey. Oh, okay. Well, so okay, I would good. say he was—he was somewhat controversial in that book for things that might have yeah, been taken and, 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 that's and, and not necessarily referenced. I'm going to totally go down. He was lifting things, <laughs> he and was. plagiarizing, and you yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so now we know where that came from. Okay, good. Go to Stephen Covey. Got it. There you go. <laughs> and if not, reach out to me, and I'll send you. I have other good resources. Perfect. I want to make sure we we, we attribute good authors that have put in the work. There you go. And, good. But the, 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 what you ask is essentially. Ask the hard questions. Yeah. What you know, if you're not married, do you want to be married? Yeah. A very simple one. Mm-hmm. Do you want kids? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, even you, you don't have to like have it dead set, but then just play the movie forward because. Yeah. Okay, I don't ever want to get married. Never want to have kids. That's 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 your prerogative. Right. Tell me how lonely are you going to be when you're 93 years old, though? Right. If that, then that's what you do. You play it forward, and you're like, oh, maybe I might want to change some things. Well, and even if you don't want to be married, right? It's 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 as simple as what does my Monday morning look like? Mm-hmm. What's what's the bedroom look like that I wake up in? What's the house look like that I wake up in? Absolutely. What's how much am I hitting the gym? Mm-hmm. Am I what do I weigh? Like, what's my fitness like? What's the job I'm going to? What's my title going to be? What's Saturday? And then what's, you know, this Monday through Friday. What do my friendships look like? What's uh, in the weekend? What's How do I spend my time? Where's mm-hmm. my family? Like, that's that's what you're talking about, right? Exactly. What are those details? And, and the cool yeah. thing is, is, you know, here you've worked at nine years, and I've worked at more than that. It's really fun to see it snowball. Yeah. I mean, it's just really, really neat to see it snowball. And you're like, hey, let's celebrate some of these victories. Yeah, there's plenty of things, that, like in our plan, that have come to fruition and other things where kind of look at it and go, huh, we thought that was important 10 years ago and it's not important to us at all yeah. anymore. We sort of check the box and look at it and talk about it, but it's it's sort of funny because it's like, oh, we're never going to do that because that's not who we and are. And even planning, sometimes you'll plan to not plan. Mm-hmm. Like last year, I, one of my resolutions was, Eric, you will not start a new company this year. You will buy nothing new. We're just going to work on what we already have. And so my resolution for that one year was, I'm not going to start another new company. Didn't you still start one? Not that year. Oh. <laughs> that one year, I did not. <laughs> and that was the next year, man. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm up to three this year. So oh, far. okay. So You're making fun. up for last year. Exactly. Nice. Good. <laughs> Let's not have those snowball though. You don't mm-hmm. want to, have to do six more next year. So hey, you know it's one of those things. We could go around and around and around in circles regarding life plan. But what I want to what I want to just stress is have a plan. Mm-hmm. Aim for something. Yep. Even if you miss it, you at least will know. Well, I missed it by a lot or a little. You'll know how much. So you never know how close you are until you start throwing darts at the t- subject. Right. Yeah. No, it's a little scary at first, but I think it, hopefully as you've heard us have a little fun with it, you can have some fun with yourself and mm-hmm. write it down and, and then see what happens. In, in a perfect world, I think two days is perfect for a life plan. Yeah. I think if you can allot yourself two full days, go go into the wilderness somewhere, get yourself a nice Airbnb cabin and really just you know look backwards the first day and then the second day look forward yep. and... Uh, you know, do a full two-day life plan. I'd say once every three to five years, and then every year revisit it and then look at it. Um, you know, some people would say you look at it weekly. I look at mine quarterly to just kind of well, and, and sort of to kind of begin to 
give folks a transition to, to next week is is one of the things I think we're going to encourage folks in the next podcast after this, actually a couple, mm-hmm. is around the importance of community and life teams. And basically, you oh, can't yeah. write this down and do it in isolation. You need to do it in community mm-hmm. with transparency and accountability. So you need to show it to somebody who can help you think through it, um, piece it together, right? And so we'll talk about that um, in the next podcast. Sounds good. So in the meantime, reach out to us at theconsultantcoach.com. You had another good blog post on this. And, uh, you know, hey, if, if, if you have the time, hey, I'd love to walk you through what a good life plan looks like. I'll either consult with you regarding that um, or, hey, I'll, I'll run you through a full two-day retreat. Um, but it's one of those things. Uh, they're out there and they will thoroughly, thoroughly change your life. So until then, God bless and uh, we'll see you next week. Sounds good. Take care, everyone. Hey, thank you for listening to the Consultant with the Coach podcast on making a plan and what that looks like. Hey, for further content, please go to theconsultantwiththecoach.com and look, check out our latest blog or reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you. Thank you for listening to the Consultant with the Coach podcast.